Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Two women with careers in Hollywood turn to their first love, music, and we ask them why. It's Music Friday Live, and we're going to be talking with Jessica Rotter and Chris Angelis, so stay tuned. This is going to be lots of fun. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, and we're brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, and you can call us. You can call in and talk to them, 347-215-7511, or you can email your questions and your comments to Live at gmail.com that's music friday live at gmail.com oh and i also want to say hi to our listeners on the cyberstationusa.com network and all those radio affiliates out there in the east coast that that carry us and some of them carry us uh live and some of them carry us overnight so hi to all of you and also to the the station in um in washington state that carry us so hi there um and also all of, to those of you who are listening to us on stitcher or itunes now let me say that if you're listening to us live and you have questions or comments for our guest, you can call them 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Now, if you are listening to us on a podcast or on the overnight, as they call it in the radio world, that is uh, uh, tape delayed, you can still contact our guest. You can email us and we will forward your emails on to our guest. So email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And we will forward your questions to our guest and then they can reply directly to you. So either way, this is an interactive show. Okay. We're going to be right back with our first guest. Don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyberstation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyberstation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyberstation USA. Always on the go. Well, before we meet our next guest, I, I wanted to remind everyone that, um, especially the, the music fans out there and the musicians out there, that Music Friday Live is a partner with World Arts and Music. Now, World Arts and Music is a global music platform that connects artists with fans, brands, and industry pros. World Arts offers bands live performances, video shoots, recording sessions, and master songwriting classes. Fans can get new music. They can see intimate shows. They can meet their favorite artists. And so if you're a band or a fan or you're a member of the music industry, you should be part of World Arts. And the way you do that, really easy, is you sign up at www.worldarts.com. And let me just say it's free. It doesn't cost anything. And we are there, and so should you. So if you're a band or you're a fan or you're in the music industry, it's worldarts.com. Like I say, we're there, and so are you. Well, we almost interviewed Jessica Rotter last month when she was scheduled here, but she had to postpone because of the taping of a TV show she was in. However, good things come to those who wait. Since then, she has completed her debut album, Planes. She held a blowout uh, release party for it and is booked for a live show in Hollywood. 
Her songs and her voice are achingly beautiful, and they have been heard in movies like Pitch Perfect 1 and 2 and Frozen, as well as commercials and collaborations. The list of artists she has worked with reads like a who's who of the music industry today. Her album Planes, I think, will have no trouble standing out, and I think will propel Jessica Rotter's star high in the music firmament. But first of all, she's here to tell us about it and how an actress came to produce such fabulous music. Jessica, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Uh, Jessica, before we talk about all the amazing things you do, let's talk about this album, Planes. Eleven songs, and I understand you took about two two years to assemble the album and to release it on Earth Day, which incidentally was a very nifty bit of timing on your part. Um, are you relieved? Are you excited? Are you depressed? Are you just working as hard as ever? All of the above? Yeah, all of the above. Um, <laughs> it's it's strangely emotional for sure. Um, it's very. I mean, you know, everyone says the life of an indie musician is crazy. I'm lucky to have have a different life in music, so this isn't my only artistic endeavor, but I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't have a musical day job as well. Um, it's it's stressful, and figuring everything out kind of yourself is crazy, but um, definitely a fun journey, and I can already tell it's a rewarding one. You know, I, I have to say, you are, the I think, the first artist who's been on here, who's been on the show, who said music is my day job. It's usually the right. other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations Thank on you. that. I'm very lucky. Well, well, actually, you grew up surrounded by a musical family, so you kind of have an inside in understanding of the biz from early on. I understand your, your grandfather played sax in Frank Sinatra's band, and they recorded one of his songs together, and they did it in 30 minutes and two takes. You know, most young artists <laughs> take 30 minutes just to plug in their guitars. So, um, right. Does, does the fact that you know that history affect your work? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that being around music in that way has made this kind of career pursuit very accessible. Um, I think that knowing that my grandpa was the kind of person who was such a go-getter and he definitely passed that on to my mom. They're the kind of people that you can't get enough of, but can kind of get whatever they want. So <laughs> they're not the pushy people, but they're the, the nice people that everything kind of comes to. So I like having that as an example, just because it's helped me see, like, you can pursue whatever dream you have. You just have to not be weird about it. <laughs> well, we're certainly happy that you're pursuing this dream. And, and you mentioned your yes. mom, and I understand that your mom has recordings of you as a baby singing along with her as she played the flute. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, I used to sing scales with her while she warmed up, um, which is just, I I didn't believe it until I heard it, but I actually, now I have a son, and he does the same thing with me, and I think it's shocking, but it's also really cool. <laughs> did you uh, did, did you recognize yourself when you heard those recordings? I mean, I was a baby, and it was a cassette tape, so sure, I don't yeah. know. Probably. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, your music has been called cinematic, and, and I want to give our audience a little sample of exactly what that means, the visual quality that you infuse into every song. So this is the opening song in your album. This is Plain. Like a child born without a mother, fighting rain and all she could learn.
song and your voice and your arrangement in that, that just transports listeners visually and emotionally into another world. Now, when you wrote it, did you see and feel and smell images as, as well as hear the sounds and the notes? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. I, I maybe not smell, but definitely, uh, see and hear and feel. And it, it was a very, very visual song to write. Um, I actually wrote it based on a book called the dove keepers. And, um, I was kind of working on it for a mini series they did, but ended up, um, we ended up not using it. But, uh, I think that the song is, really rich because of how in depth I got with the character and it's, it's a really great book. I highly recommend it, but um, then I, I brought it into my own experiences and made it a little bit more personal. And so I was very invested in writing that song. It was a more of a process just because I wanted it to be so rich visually. Well, you succeeded. <laughs> you very much succeeded. In fact, your, your your music has kind of a natural earthy feel to it, and I, yeah. I know you said in other places. Well, are, are you inspired by the natural environment? Did was that part of your childhood, hiking and camping and stuff like that? I don't think it was part of my childhood. I mean, I grew up in in Southern California, in like outside of LA and near Malibu, and so there's a lot of hills and beautiful. The Santa Monica Mountains are gorgeous, but I was never much of an outdoorsy kid. And it's kind of been since college that I've really started appreciating what it's like to really be outdoors for prolonged periods of time. I don't know what the disconnect was when I was a child, but um, then I've since then I've been on so many road trips across the U.S. And seeing the country in that way is such a wonderful, unique experience. And I think that the visuals of driving across the United States that inspired the song Stars. That inspires my understanding of this wide open, vast space and that feeling of freedom and being in the middle of a country. And even like I, I've visited Scotland and England and the highlands of Scotland, it's, it's overwhelming in the most amazing way. So I'm very inspired by how I've felt in these beautiful natural surroundings that haven't been touched. Well, you, you, you translate that well in your music. And, of course, you went to Pepperdine, too, which is up there on the hill overlooking the ocean in, in right, Malibu. Right. So you did have a, a rather nice experience. Um, well, since you grew up in, in L.A., uh, this is a kind of a natural song. This is um, Pray for Rain. I can't see why. Where did this go to? Why did we fight? How did we fall out of love? Let me know how you'd like to proceed I can't see you And you've got your own needs Where do we go? Where do we go from here? How can we live here without dying here? How can we sleep here without lying? I, I love the, uh, the, the musical, the, the layered buildup in, in that song and, and the, the way your yeah. syncopated lyrics are a through line. It, it's really an amazing piece of musical craftsmanship. Did, did you Thank shape you. that song or was it kind of a team effort with you and your producer? That one was, I think, pretty much all me. Uh, I mean, wow. the writing of it. The, produ- the production, of course, was was definitely is always a collaboration i work mainly with my friend kaz brindis he is an amazing amazing producer and he has done such great work but he's very very versatile so we've created this whole sound just in our collaboration and unfortunately because i am so my my dad is a music contractor so he hires musicians for orchestras I have some really amazing musical musician friends who are top notch and and are my friends. So they they 
offered to play on my songs and really brought it to an amazing level. So that song has a lot of world percussion played by a very talented man named Brian Kilgore in his percussion empire studio. <laughs> he has like every <laughs> drum in the whole world there. It's so amazing. Uh, was he uh, the, the percussionist who was uh, at the uh, the CD release party? No, no. I That was uh, Harry McKenzie, who's also amazing. And then yes. my Sam Webster was playing drums. Yes, yeah. uh, that. And I have to say, I was at, as you know, I was at that party because we followed right. each other. But uh, um, it was packed. Did, did did you expect to have such a, a a filled, lively party for your CD release? I was hoping so. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> why we decided to do a live. Uh, I mean, sorry, a free show, just because I wanted to get as many people there as possible. I know a lot of people sometimes are like, well, should I spend, you know, the $10, $15? I don't know. And they haven't heard the album yet. So I think it was a great way to get a lot of new people in there to listen. And then the people who have been coming to my concerts over the past couple of years, their response was, oh, my gosh, like this album is so exciting. And, and they've heard it all live, but to hear it produced was really exciting too. So So I really reached, I think I was able to reach – everyone in a new way that night which i was really excited about well uh th- that way they could spend the 10 or 15 dollars on, on the album and instead of on the cover yeah, card that so that's very very <laughs> right. smart yeah, there, right? totally. uh we're yeah. talking with uh, jessica rotter about her debut album uh planes and her amazing career you can talk with her you can call in at 347-215-7511 or if you're sitting there at work and you've got your headphones on you can't call you can email us you can email us at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And actually, some of you already have. Um, you beat me to it. So why don't we, uh, we look at some of these emails here? Uh, Patrice in Malibu. Right? Patrice says, hi, you don't know me, but I've been to your concerts and I love your song, Pray for Rain. Keep it up. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know. Well, it's raining over here where I am, and I'm loving it. So there you are, Patrice. It, it, it's working already. Uh, Marty in uh, <laughs> uh, New York City says, tell us where we can get your songs and are you streaming? Well, that's a convenient question. So where, where can we get the album? You can buy a hard copy on my website, jessicarotter.com. You can see right on the homepage of the store. And then digital, you can go iTunes, Amazon, Google, wherever you can buy music. And it streams on Spotify, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud, everywhere. All the usual places. Okay. Misty in in Phoenix, it's time for you to – no, she says, since you drove across the country, now it's time for you to drive again, only make some stops and play some some concerts. It's time for a West Coast tour. And if you come to Phoenix, we will all sing Pray for Rain. All right, that sounds good. I'm working okay. on it. Okay. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ropa in San Diego wants to know: Did your grandfather ever take you to any of his live music? Uh, yeah, he he wasn't really playing with any big people when I was alive, um, but I did. I went to a lot of big band concerts when I was younger, and. It was adorable and fantastic. And he, he played, I have videos of him playing his clarinet at his 94th birthday, 92nd birthday, sorry, 92nd birthday. And he kept going until the very end. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, good. That, that's inspiring. Um, Sanderson in uh, Seattle says, I looked you up on IMDb and I've seen some of the things you've been in. So what was more fun, high school musical or pitch perfect? (laughs) They were so different. High school musical was so exciting because I had just graduated high school and they told me high school musical was a working title. And I was like, what a terrible name. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) but clearly it wasn't because it's an amazing franchise. Uh, those were really fun. We did a lot of them. I ended up, I was the narrator of the video game and I played one of the main characters in the video game. So that was 
um, like many years of involvement heavily in that franchise, uh, which was really fun. But Pitch Perfect was really amazing because we got to do a lot of soloistic stuff. And, um, and the producer, Harvey Mason Jr., is such an amazing man and producer. He's amazing ears, and we had so much fun doing that. So I honestly don't think I can choose, but Pitch Perfect was more recent. So that's so, the more so. recent fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, um, sometimes your voice and your, your, your music actually contrasts a little bit, at least, at least to me. Um, which is not an easy thing to do. So I want to play a song that I think kind of exemplifies that. This is Let Me Go. Yeah. That's uh, Let Me Go, and uh, I have to say I love it, not only to listen to, but because you pull it off so well. Um, what were you doing there, and how long has that song been rattling around in your head? Um, what, what do you mean, what was I doing there? Do you mean the, the irony? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, well, so no, I, I, mean, I, I feel like, yes, it's, it's purposely ironic. The music is a very joyful song, but the lyrics are you know, crying out for freedom. Um, I I kind of had, I really loved the band Beirut. And I thought to myself, I really want to write a song that sounds like Beirut. And this, I don't think accomplished it, but <laughs> it inspired this thing. And I kept singing the chorus over and over again. I'd be like in the shower singing it and like singing the trumpet part. And, uh, and then I finally just, I think I was singing it in the shower for like, I don't know six months and then and then that's i finally shower. definitely pray right. for i rain, know huh? yeah I was, that's why we have a drought in california because it's let me go <laughs> um no i i just sat down and then I, I wrote it out but you know sometimes you have to play with a song for a while until it's time to really make it happen so that was one of those songs well, it, it it worked really well, and and you know it brings up uh, your versatility. Now you played with a huge variety of artists, Carol King and Daft Punk, and you sang to Beyonce at the Grammys. You you acquired a New Zealand <laughs> accent to sing a film part. You you I use did. a huge range of instruments in your in your arrangements: cellos and violins, and Celtic drums and lap guitars. Where did you learn all of that versatility and flexibility? I think being around the film scoring world for so long has really opened my eyes and ears to the different kinds of sounds that you can accomplish with different musicians and different instruments and, and what those, those sounds can create mood wise. You know, I, I noticed that at the, uh, the release concert um, when you brought in, the Celtic drums and, and the violin. I mean, uh, my daughter lives in Ireland and we spent a lot of time there and, and I know you've, you evoking Scotland, but you know, the, the Celtic sound was there. And and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I don't, I hear that in Ireland, but I don't hear Mm -hmm. that here very much. I mean, that, that's really something. And I think, I think that's one of the reasons why you, you do stand out is because your music, is so versatile and so varied and you can evoke so many different kinds of places. So now Thank I understanding uh, why um, you did a mashup uh, stay animal with um, Emily uh, Columbier, who was at your release party and it went number mm-hmm. one on hype machine. Did you mm-hmm. expect that kind of success? And are you and she working on another project together? I did not expect that kind of success. Uh, my now fiance emailed that, that mashup to a blog just 
a year after we posted it on our SoundCloud. <laughs> and the blog was like, we've been waiting for this for so long. It's the perfect mashup. And I was like, well, I mean, it's been here. So I guess we just needed to tell someone about it. Um, and then I had, I was not expecting so many people to love it and so many people to respond to it. So no, that was definitely a surprise and it was really fun and kind of kickstarted what we're doing now. Um, but yeah, Emily and I are working on a new mashup that we sang at the concert. Um, it's a little bit more upbeat. So we're kind of trying to navigate where our magic is, if it's in our like beautiful slow harmonies or if we can pull off a really fun upbeat mashup so we're working on it is, is she going to be uh with you at your your gig uh, i guess it's next week at the standard uh i think she might come up for a couple of songs it's an acoustic show so it'll be a much smaller band but okay. um yeah she might pop in for a couple of songs all right. Well, you know, speaking of, of another project, uh, I hear a rumor that you're working on an animated film for Christmas. Is that is that a true rumor? And can you talk about it? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm really excited, really excited about it. The, I think it's the most active I've been in any movie to date. It's just, I mean, it's a, a small part, the non-main character by any means, but it's called Sing, and it's coming out Christmas, and it's by um, Illumination which are the same studio that did Despicable Me and Minions. And uh, I am a few different voices. I'm a, well, it's about a koala that's trying to save his theater and they have a singing competition. So there's a bunch of different animals that come sing. So I'm a shrimp and a spider and a pig and the voice of a radio (laughs) station. It was, it's been really fun. And that's also with Harvey Mason Jr. So we've been having fun on that one too. Oh, I got to see that one. I don't have young children anymore, yeah. but I, I, I got to see that one. Uh, we have another email with an yeah, interesting question. Uh, this is uh, Petra in Orlando wants to know, do you act or do you just sing in movies? Um, I have done voiceover stuff and I've done on camera singing slash acting, but it's always in relation to singing. I okay. studied acting, but I'm not like, they're just amazing actors in the world, so I'm just not going to call myself an actor. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. I can uh, pretend. <laughs> uh, interesting question from, from Petra in Orlando. Well, we are, we're, we're getting a little t- uh, tight on time, but um, I do have time for, for one more song, and uh, this is Stars. So let's hear a little, little bit of Stars here. Stars, let me song is so hypnotic and it's so visual i can see the hills of ireland or scotland in that song and i can feel the traveling and the magic in it is is that the message of your music the the magic of life sure yeah i mean I, i don't think that i've ever consciously thought to myself i want to have a message because i think there are so many different messages but i definitely think that i am a person that believes in pursuing the magic in life well that that song pursues it rather nicely and it carries us right along with it well while you bring us magic in your music our unfortunately our clock doesn't hear your music and it's telling us that we are out of time <laughs> right? All right. Uh, jessica Ryder, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today we really appreciate of it course. thank you so much for interviewing me this is very fun well before you leave Again, tell us, where should people go to get planes and all of your music? 
You can go to my website, jessicarotter.com, and it's on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, everywhere you go digitally. It should be there. Okay. All right. And uh, you're also going to be playing next Wednesday um, at the the Standard. That's May 11th at 7 Mm -hmm. p.m. That's in downtown Los Angeles or all of my Southern California listeners. No, it's the one in Hollywood. Oh, the one in Hollywood. Okay. The one in Hollywood. Uh, All of my Southern California listeners should be there at the Standard (laughs) next Wednesday and you can see her live. And again, thank you so much for, for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. We're going to take a break right now. And uh, when we come back, Chris Angelis will join us. So don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And we're back here at Music Friday Live. I guess we had a little bit of technical uh, problem there with the uh, volume on the World's Arts recording. So let's let me uh, remind everybody about World Arts. We are members of World Arts. It's a global platform for artists and fans and uh, music industry folks. And uh, if you're not on it, um, you should be because it's, uh, it's free. It's a way for everybody to get together. It's a way for you to meet their favorite artists. World Arts also puts on Periscope concerts uh, probably three or four a week. They also put on big concerts. I was at one last night. So sign up, www.worldarts.com. It's free. We are there, and you should be too. Well, Chris Angelis is high energy, hardworking, and super talented phenomenon. Her very first album, The Left Atrium, won the L.A. Music Critics' Best Female Album Award of 2013. And believe me, that is no mean feat for a debut album to come out and win that award. She also acts in film and television. She raises money to rescue child soldiers. She brings music to underserved communities. She performs in venues on both coasts. She's toured with Songs and Whispers. She's opened for Tyler Hilton. She's played at the prestigious New Orleans House of Blues. She was in the finals at the Belk Southern Musician Competition. She's played at Sundance, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. That's a very interesting one. And she's also uh, played at uh, South by Southwest and this year at NAMM. Wow. Uh, And if that was not enough, she's just released her newest project, Heartbreak is Contagious, and best of all, somehow she managed to find time to be with us here today. Chris, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you so much. Well, after that introduction, I have to ask you, do you sleep? Um, Yes, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I do find time to sleep. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't see how, given all that you do, but I'll take your word for it. Um, the, the new, um, <clears throat> this new EP, it, it feels like it's a bit of a new path for you. you. You collaborated with a couple of songwriters. How did this all come together? Yeah, um, well, I've known Alexander Cardinale and Morgan Taylor Reed, who are the ones that I wrote with um, for several years. Um, they're wonderful, wonderful songwriters and musicians, and Morgan is an amazing producer. He like, did the last Backstreet Boys album, and just did a song with Jason Derulo and I, we were kind of talking, we're like, well, we should do something. This would be fun. And, um, so we decided to go into the studio and just from the ground up, we wrote these songs. Um, the whole process took about like a couple weeks, um, with some time in there because he's busy, <laughs> but, um, and we did these songs and now they're on SoundCloud and I'm really excited about the sounds and directions going. So it's fun. It's sort of like a, delving into things that were scary to me, which I think is the only way to make really good art. Interesting. Very interesting. And I've heard other, I've heard great artists actually say that too. So, well, let, let's, um, let's hear a little, a bit of uh, what it sounds like when you dive into something that's uh, scary. Cause it, I think it seems to have worked rather well. This is a uh, heartbreak. is contagious. 
that I've had one in particular that I was sort of getting through the end of um, when I wrote that one, but it's just about that concept of, you know, when you're heartbroken, it's like literally your heart is broken, doesn't work properly. And so you might not be able to love other people very well or yourself. And that can cause potentially other people's hearts to get broken. Like, you know, cause they're not getting love from you. And so that's why heartbreak is contagious. Wow. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I, was, I was listening to that yesterday and going back and forth between uh, among your, your albums. And uh, I kind of contrasted uh, that song to songs like Rust from the left at- mm-hmm. atrium or Chase Me. And, and the difference is clear. It sounds like that in Heartbreak is Contagious, you've, you've kind of acquired an emotional experience that drives some very sharp lyrics and a musical confidence. And uh, it allowed you to strip the music down and let the power of your voice drive the song. Now, did you bring that to the collaboration or did it develop as you all worked together? Um, well, I had, I had this whole experience that I'd gone through and I definitely wanted to write about it sort of like songwriter therapy, but, um, and I had the idea of heartbreak is contagious, but that's really was it. I was just like, Hey guys, what about this? And they were like, Oh yeah, that's cool. And we sort of ran with that concept. Okay. Well, it, it worked rather well <laughs> to say, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> and it, it worked well from another song, uh, and through the, the other songs too. And I, I want to, uh, play, uh, built this house, which is also from heartbreak is contagious, but, uh, you come at your narrative from kind of another musical direction. This room's a mess. Can't sleep inside this bed. I hear you stand Swear I can feel your breath house in that song is sort of a stand-in for the space that two people build for the relationship. And although it's not mm-hmm. as spare as, as, as heartbreak is contagious, it, in a way it's kind of more cutting. It's almost bitter. Uh, it it mm-hmm. sounds like you're an embittered lover, but you didn't write the song, did you? I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and I wouldn't say, go ahead. Go, no, uh, I'm, Go ahead. Oh, I wouldn't say bitter. I, I, well, maybe it comes across bitter, and maybe I am. I don't know, but I hope, I hope not to be. It's really more about um, just like dealing with the the sadness of of that broken relationship, and like how sometimes it can become like a like you're trapped in it, like this thing that was supposed to be this beautiful thing um, has now become a prison, and it says that in the second verse. Um, 
and just like the idea of how to get out of it, like how to try to see yourself clearly through the sort of smoke of this burning relationship. The way you put it together musically is kind of interesting, the the clap beat in it. And uh, uh, I guess that's a a little bit of an echo in in your voice. Did did, did Mm -hmm. that just flow out of you and your producer or did you you try lots of different things? That was that was all Morgan. Um, he just has this really great knack for this the feel and the vibe of of a thing, and he did all of that. Like we actually had more most of the um, the production done before the lyrics were even finished, and it definitely um, influenced everything and how I sang it and the whole feeling. So that must so, be a very interesting communication between the two of you. Definitely. It was like, that's what I was saying about things that were scary to me. I'd never really written that way, um, coming at it from the music first or, or you know, the, the vibe, like this is the kind of song we want to write. And um, it was definitely a, a cool little dance and, and experience and adventure into that kind of music making. And I really enjoyed it once I stopped being terrified. <laughs> So you kind of had to let go. <laughs> mhm. Definitely, it was definitely an exercise in letting go for me, which is a huge, huge lesson that I'm working on. It's going to be probably for my whole life, but it's good. Well, it's it's, it's one all of us have to do uh, throughout our lives continually. We're talking with uh, yeah. uh, Chris Angelis about her new EP, "Heartbreak Is Continuous." You can talk with her. You can call in at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. Or if you're sitting there with your headphones on and you're at work and you can't call in, you can always email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I see emails popping up already, and we will get to them. But first of all, I wanted to uh, ask you, uh, as I mentioned in a tweet yesterday, we're both graduates of UC Santa Barbara. Um, Yeah. You studied... Yes. Yay. Go Gauchos, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You studied uh, biology and psychology. I studied political yeah. science. I was over on the other other side of the campus. Um, mm-hmm. Had you started either your acting or your singing career while you were at UCSB? Yes. Um, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to go there is because it was close to L.A. And I actually would drive um, back and forth for auditions like between classes and stuff um, and actually, you know, booked some commercials and things while I was at UCSB. So that was really fun. Interesting. You said it because it was close to LA. Well, you know, you could have gone to UCLA or USC. Well, but, uh, I didn't get into UCLA. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so you I would, probably would have gone Thousands there. of others. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't get in, but I got into Berkeley. I think they they like give you either one. So, now that's very know. interesting. That that that's for another program. Uh, what were your uh, your fellow students kind of envious of you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They were they were um, very supportive and like proud of me, but I don't think they were envious. Like most of my friends weren't pursuing that. Um, they're all really awesome literature majors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. All right. And for, for those of you around, who are listening to us around the country and you don't know what we're talking about, the um, University of California at Santa Barbara is the beach campus of the UC system. It is actually on the beach. Mm-hmm. It has a beach. Um, and yep. many students are out on that beach 24 hours a day. Yeah, um, my dorm are, is like right next to it. Oh, you, you were in, Gal- in Galita? I was in or the Manzanita dorm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I know I know where you were, and and so you were one of those people. I don't know if you're one of those people who are out on the beach with with less than all of your clothes on, which many students do. But it, it was a fun place. Indeed, yes. It <laughs> it was also a very creative place and top notch in a lot of different areas. So a degree from UCSB means something. Well, speaking of acting, which we were, um, you've been in three mm-hmm. films that I know of, Sister Mary's Angel, uh, Liquid, and Visible Scars. And then those, the last two were in 212, so you re- and you released The Left Atrium in 2013. 2013. Uh-huh. Um, was that going on in your head while you were acting? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been writing those songs for years. Um, and I'm sure, yes, some of them were written during the process of making this film. Um, 
it's always it's sort of constant. Sometimes I find that I it, it you know it flows out of me more when I'm the more I'm doing something creative, the more creative things come out. So yes, I'm sure that I was like back in in waiting in the you know the room waiting for them to be ready for me to come to set writing stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, um, have you have you moved? Um, from acting completely to music or do you still go back and forth? Do you have the itch to get back in front of the camera? You know, I, I do. Um, I have focused a lot more on music in the last couple of years, um, but I have also done some acting stuff. Like uh, in 2014, I was with my twin sister in the Bud Light commercial that had um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, you know, the up for anything for whatever thing. And, um, and I was in another commercial where I got to play like six different characters, which was really fun. Cause it was for Cox contour cable thing where it's like all these different characters from different TV shows and stuff. Um, that was really fun. And then also just, can I, can I just brag for a second about my sister? I have a twin sister uh, uh, and she's, please do. I was going to ask you about yeah, her and, and I can, I can hear the keyboards clicking now of people Googling that, that, uh, beer ad. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was really fun. It was all like a uh, reality. Um, but she, my sister, is going to be in the Magnificent Seven the movie that's coming out this September with um, Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke, was uh, directed by um, Anton Fuqua, who did Southpaw. So she's going to be in that. I'm so excited for her. So you guys check that out. <laughs> okay, that's, so the the, uh, the the keys can click on that one too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we let's 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 do some emails here. We got some emails. Uh, Bellu or Bello in um, pardon me if I mangle your name. Uh, Bello uh, in Austin wants to know: Is your music country western or folk? It, it sounds like a mashup, and you've got a uh, a western voice. Oh, do I? Okay, I've heard that. Um, I guess it sort of comes from being uh, growing up in North Florida on the farm. Like, I guess I have a little bit of a twang. Sometimes you tell me, I don't know, but um, I definitely like old, you know, country music and I don't consider my music country. Um, I definitely kind of folk Americana um, basis. And now the newer stuff is definitely more pop. So I kind of tell, say it's like folk pop. Okay. It does. Uh, Petra in Orlando wants to know, when do you sing in New York City? Is that a regular gig? It's not a regular gig. That'd be awesome if it was. I love New York, and I go there as much as I can. But um, I'm usually there once or twice a year, and uh, I wish I could tell you when the next one will be. But but it's definitely will be on my website and social media and stuff when I am. Well, this is a good good time to tell people what your website is. Okay, it's chrisangelis.com. It's Chris with K, Angelis with an I-S at the end, slightly different than Los Angeles. Um, and, and I just added a bunch of uh, shows to that, too, so it should be all okay. up to date. Uh, Lily in San Francisco uh, says, um, uh, your song, Rust, really rocks, and we haven't played it yet, so obviously she's listening to it. We're actually we're going to play it, play it next. Thank you, Lily, for, for giving us the, uh, the heads up there. Um, do you ever play with a full rock band? I do, and I love them. I have the best band members. They're, so, they're great people. Um, I play with like a, a drummer, bass player, piano player, and um, often when I can get it, uh, my cello or fiddle player, because um, I just love those instruments. They just All add right. so much soul. Well, since, since Lily brought it up, um, let's play a little of Rust, because I think it rocks, okay. too. This is Rust. I've written 
myself intact and you can keep your pride. So kiss me for the last time. Don't watch me walk away. All right. Well, let me tell you, I just uh, I, I put that song at the top of my playlist. It, it's totally addictive. Um, and I love the concept and, and I, I love the lines. I will keep myself intact and you can keep your pride. And then later on. Uh, so I waited in the water, hoping you might throw me a line. But all I got was soaking wet. But that's really great <laughs> writing. Did, did you write Thank this you. in a rainstorm or were you kind of scraping the rust off of an old relationship? Well, that the latter that you just said—that's a really awesome way to put it. Um, and actually, I, this song kind of has an interesting backstory because it was about—I um, used to date a musician who's also a singer-songwriter, and and um, a lot of most of the lyrics of this song are in direct reference to lyrics and songs that he wrote about me. And um, so, I won't—I won't throw him under the bus and tell you who it is. But but then he put out another album that has lyrics that are referencing this song. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! It should continue for sure. <laughs> well, you know, this, this, is, this is great. I, I've I've heard this from a lot of musicians that broken relationships are the best material. So you know, uh, it, they it, are. And, and you're you're in a, a an upward material spiral. Uh, I want to change topics for a second because I, I mentioned okay. in the introduction that you're part of a f- fundraising project for child soldiers. Um, that, yes. Want to tell us about it? And, and also, yeah. did you work with Tom Jackson, who's the founder and of, of that organization? I did meet with him um, a couple of times briefly. Um, he's amazing. He's great. He does a lot of stuff that uh, for live performance production, which he calls it. It's great. Um, but this project through Live Music Cares, which he started, is called Project AK-47. And it's um, it's an organization that goes into these countries and rescues child soldiers and victims of um, like sexual trafficking and, um, and helps them set up actually in their country on the ground there um, schools and safe houses for them so that it uh, not only are they just rescuing them and taking them back to America or something, they're actually building the foundation for this not being the case in their country anymore. Like, you know, making it so that this doesn't happen anymore. So I really like that about it. What drew you to that rather than to all the other many things there are to do to make the world a better place? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Like, that one just really stuck out to me because I I have just heard a lot about um, that kind of thing. And I think that it is um, obviously awful to have children being forced in these kinds of situations and it's creating um, these uh, societies that are so violent. And if you can get to them early and don't create these people with these mindsets of like, like the terrorists, um, then it could probably help with alleviating that problem in the world. So I figured okay. that would be a good thing to do. <laughs> uh, well, you were also part right. of the ex- extreme tour. And for those who don't mm-hmm. know, this is an Idaho based extreme sports and music tour for at risk use. How, how did you mm-hmm. get involved and where did you go? Well, I got involved because they actually contacted me and said that they, they liked my music and thought I would fit in with the tour. And um, so I took their invitation and jumped on uh, the tour. Basically it was just in California um, like central to Southern California. Um, and we would play in like parks and, you know, skate parks and middle schools and high schools and really got to talk to these youth and they're so amazing. And, and a lot of times they're in communities that don't even have funding for any kind of arts or music program. And they're so hungry for it. And, um, it just made me really aware of like, the the benefit that that can have in in communities and it needs to be worked on. You know, well, I understand off that. The street. I understand this since you're working with children, you're also going to be helping to raise money for a pediatric hospital um, in a week or so, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. I'm I'm doing uh, on May 22nd. I'm doing a a Love for Life Foundation is putting on a benefit for Children's Hospital of LA, um, and I'm going to be playing at that. 
And then also, speaking of children, youth, and making art, um, on the day before that, on May 21st in Pebble Beach, California, there's a Hara Motion Picture Conservatory is doing a fundraiser for their new project, and they actually take at-risk youth and um, teach them how to make films and how to act and, and direct and write and all of the aspects of that, and they're going to make a whole feature film completely produced by, by people who are under 18. And it's so amazing, and I think that they should... <laughs> well, you should uh, send us the details, and uh, we'll uh, put out a, t- a tweet on it, and uh, so let our audience, our California audience, know about it. Now we are okay. getting tight on time, uh, but okay. we've just got to play Kevin Bacon. So here's Kevin okay. Bacon. <laughs> Okay, now now when I heard that song on on the EP, um, a question came into my mind that this, this is sort of an exercise in which of these songs is not like the others, right? <laughs> so yeah. so so tell us about Kevin Bacon, okay? Okay, well that one was basically because my two co-writers were like, "All right, Chris, you got your your super sad songs done. Let's." And then we, they're like, we got to write a happy song, and it's got to be, like, pure happy. Um, and I was like, all right, I haven't really done that before, but um, but it's like that kind of, you know, let's go out and dance and have a good time, even if you are having a hard time. Or, you know, it's just about new love or whatever, anything good that might be going on in your life. And it's also, uh, if you, there are, like, four or five Kevin Bacon movie titles hidden within the lyrics, so if you guys want to check that out. That could be a fun game for you because I was like, that's just, if it's going to be that called Kevin Bacon, we have to. reason to buy the EP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think it's, it's a delight. And now, now that I know that there's a treasure hunt inside the song, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and, and check it out again and get to know um, Kevin. And you know, and, and Kevin Bacon's also a guitar player. You know that. I know. He has a band, right, with his brothers? That's right, yeah. And he also narrated a great uh, film, a documentary film on Fender guitar. So if you have a chance, you should take a look at that. He's uh, he's quite a quite a talent. All yeah, right? I'm trying to see if he'll well, be in the video. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a coup. That would be yeah. a coup. Okay, well, we are out of time, unfortunately, uh, and I think that was a that's a great way to end the show, uh, a feeling good way. So. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you're a fabulous guest. I want to thank you so much for, for fitting us into your incredibly busy schedule. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's, it was really uh, fun. Chris, oh, it is very much fun. And we'd like you to, to, to come back on next next release you have, or if you're in a film or something, uh, let us know. Uh, we can answer all these uh, emails we've gotten about uh, about you and your sister, which we didn't have time to get to. Um, okay. But in the meantime, um, I want to tell our folks, our listeners, that you, they can download your new EP, Heartbreak is Contagious, at, and correct me if I'm wrong in this, but you can, you can download it at uh, chrisangelis.vanzoogle.com. Is that a good place for them to go? Unfortunately, we don't have it available for download yet, but you can play it as much as you want on SoundCloud. But if you go to chrisangelis.com, the SoundCloud link is there. Yeah. Okay. All right. When is it going to be available? I'm not sure yet. I'm I'm in the process of talking with my producers and um, managers about all of that. So it, we're gearing up for it. Okay. Well, in the meantime, but, people should pick up a copy of The Left Atrium, which I know is available mm-hmm. on iTunes. And can also, uh, is, is it available as a hard copy on your website? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. tell us your website again. It's chrisangelis.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-G-E-L-I-S.com. 
com. Okay, and also you can be streamed at Spotify. And if you're in L.A., she's going to be at the Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood next Tuesday night, and I'm going to be there too. So, you know, you don't want to meet me, but you uh, you want to see her, and you should uh, check out her tour schedule on her website. And once again, thank you so much. This has been a great uh, interview. You can come on anytime you want. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feed, you'll get real-time update on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Andrew Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday or iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guests will be Los Hollywood, so much fun, and Destiny. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.